Dude. It's like, now the dabs are hurting my teeth. I'm just like, fuck, dude, fuck you, tooth. You know? Like, that's how I feel. everybody podcast episode 114 here we go what the fuck is that noise when you need a root canal it's like Every cough, too. It feels like a, a knife going in your tooth. It's weird. But we'll find out what happens after 10 dabs. Maybe it won't hurt. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome, everybody. Episode 114 of the podcast. On today's episode, we have a few different pieces of smoke here. Lots of good hash from Green Dot. And we have been so, so busy lately. We only have two more drops left this year for public drops. The last full color drop is going to be November 27th, which is a Sunday. And then the final drop of the year in December will be a massive clear pre-sale. But these clear pieces will be a little different than our normal ones. The clear pieces that will be in the final sale of the year in December <coughs> will all have the double Maria lip wraps like this, but in clear. Everything will be clear. The bubble cap will be clear. They'll all be sandblasted like our normal ones. But these are going to be like an end of the year special edition clear pieces. And we're not just dropping our four normal RBRs, but we're dropping everything. Turp hammers, halos, uh, king bubs, the regular size 18 mil double diffuse bubs. Like there's probably going to be probably about 12 different designs you can choose from on the pre-sale. And we're probably just going to leave it open for like an hour or two until we hit like the full booked month of what I can make. And then we're going to go, okay, it's closed. That way, whatever piece people were specifically looking for, we'll probably have a clear variation of it um, in these like special edition with like the double clear Maria's, they'll be all signed, dated, um, is the final drop of 2022. And um, I think it's gonna be a great opportunity for people that are looking for specific stuff. If you wanted an infinity halo, if you wanted a turp hammer, if you wanted a king bub, this is gonna be the time that we'll, I'll have, this will be like the one time this year we're offering all this stuff in full clear. We also never sell our like regular RBRs like this in full clear. They always have the uh, colored Maria to match and then a colored bubble cap. Like I said, the ones in this drop will have the double Maria's like this piece right here in front of me, but they'll be clear. I'll clear everything. A little more scientific looking. Um, so that's how we're gonna finish out the year. We're gonna do one more final color drop here November 27th, which will be next weekend. And then we will do our final big clear drop in uh, December. However, if you're a Patreon member, there still will be a color drop in December for Patreon members because we do two Patreon drops a month. Um, Patreon will also have one day early access to the giant clear presale in December so they can pick out the pieces they want um, because there is going to be limited quantities of certain things, but I'll have enough on there hopefully so that like everyone that's looking to get something will be able to get something. We're going to try and make it work and I'm going to dedicate a full month to a presale. Um, which means that some of them will be going out in December, some of them will be going out early January. It just depends on which bracket you bought in. But that will be all like when you buy the piece, you'll see like, here's my shipping uh, window for this piece. It'll all be on there. Um, so yeah, we're excited to finish out the year like that. That way, in, in like mid to late December, I don't have to like promote drops or try to be hype stuff up. I can maybe slow down as far as like the social media end of my work. And um, I'm still going to be crushing on the torch, but this way I can spend a little less time being so immersed in my phone near the end of the year and just um, spend time with family um, and not be so like, oh, I got to promote this drop and this and that, you know what I mean? Um, so we'll do the pre-sale probably like the second Sunday of December, I'm thinking. Maybe the first Sunday, I'm not sure. It depends how the dates lay out. Either way, 
The reason we're doing it is I think it's going to be a great way for people to get the specific RBR they're looking for because it's just going to be available um, in a special edition version too. And then also I won't have to sit there and promote every single individual color piece that I'm making that month because I'm not going to do any full color that month. I'm just going to do a small color drop for Patreon um, while I'm doing my clear pre-sale. But yeah, wow, I've been really busy lately, guys. Still on that bi-weekly thing with the podcast by 2023, which is coming up quick. I want to be back on our every week, but we'll probably do like one week we're in the home studio and one week we're at the new studio and we'll probably like bounce back and forth. Um, so we can do episodes with the guys at the new studio and then we'll do solo ones here at the home studio and excuse me, and just try to bring you guys a lot more content and get back to where we used to be. We used to be so consistent, but, uh, you know, when new challenges arise, sometimes you have to uh, buckle down and make sacrifices in order to achieve what is, you know, Oh my God, I'm so high from that first day. I can't even talk. Let's get it. <coughs> Let's get another one. <clears throat> Let me tell you. Oh, we're going to have these too. These will be, there will be a full clear version of this as well in that pre-sale. I'm doing everything. I'm making all the samples for the pre-sale. After I do the Sunday sale on the 27th, I'm going to spend like a week making all the samples for the uh, clear pre-sale. So Cassie can take photos of everything and then we can have all the sample pieces up. Um, because I want to have everything. All three styles of turp hammers will be on there. Every style of RBR from... Uh, I want to have clear infinity halos available. A couple of those. I want to have 3 by 2 halos. Like, all the crazy shit. Um, these $250 hammers right here. And it's $250. It comes with the rig, the matching bubble cap, mood mat, sticker pack. Um, I just want to have... All that different stuff so there's going to be rigs from 250 dollars up to probably like a couple grand but they're all going to be these special edition clears for this end of the year like big pre-sale we're going to do um but yeah i'm ex excited to do it because i think it's going to look really cool having all the samples on the table of like all my designs but in full clear versions like having like 12 plus designs is going to look sick each one being different and them all, but them all having the same double Maria like this. So they all kind of like at the mouthpiece, they're all like the same. But then as you go down, it's like, whoa, every single fucking pipe's different. Honey jar recyclers, whole nine yards. Want them all on there. So it'll be sick. It'll definitely be a fun drop. But the final color drop, I'm working on some really, really cool stuff too. So not trying to get too ahead of myself and promote a drop that's the last drop, but I'm just letting everyone know the format. If you're looking for a full color RBR or something in full color or crushed opal, that's going to be November 27th. If you're looking for one of these special edition clear pre-sales, which will be the most affordable stuff, there will be some really fancy clears in there that are more expensive. But like I said, all of stuff, there'll be at least seven pipes that are between 250 and 800. So that's seven different designs, not seven available. That's like, yeah, I think seven, maybe it's six, you know, math is a thing counting is something and I'm too stoned to do it yet this morning. But yeah, today I just got back from running a few errands though. I just went over to the new studio and our fabricators are over there welding our wall together because if you've checked out my Instagram at they did it, um, I've posted a bunch of update videos and where we're at. And I've shown the new divider wall that we got installed and stuff and they're actually finishing installing it today. And then the next step is like me trying to get these hard lines installed for our studio. And I probably talked about this briefly on the last episode, but that's where we're at is literally once I get these hard lines and gas lines installed, like our cage for our propane tanks gets delivered sometime this week. And then I basically have to, uh, learn how to be a plumber for gas lines and <coughs> build this whole system. <coughs> and, um, yeah, sorry. I my steel guy just texted me, but he's like, hopefully he's not like, I'm done. Cause I can't leave right now, but yeah, it's coming along and the guys are getting antsy though. Everybody wants to get in there. I know it. Like they, I keep asking me like, Oh, how'd that go? How'd the meeting with this person go? Is what are you at in the gas? I'm like, I want to get in there too, but we are getting slowed down, but it's just what happens. Our new lathes are, we're supposed to be coming this month, but it looks like now they're not going to be coming till December, which is a bit of a bummer. Cause I need those new lathes in order for me to be able to work over there. Cause we're moving the lathe that Cormac uses, which is a vertical lathe. that's on our, one of our benches here. Um, the lathe right behind me right here, you might not be able to see it too well, but it's right behind me. That lathe is staying here. Cause I need to keep my home studio set up. So if I'm ever sick or I I'm feeling a little down in the dumps, I don't want to go be around people. I'll have this home private studio where I can work. 
Um, so I'm leaving this lathe here. So we're just taking the one vertigo over there, which means if I want to be working at the new studio during the day, which I have to, while the guys are there for the first few months, I have to be there because if something goes wrong or something happens, like I need to be there. Um, so the point is in order for me to even start working over there, I need a lathe over there. I need a vertigo. Um, cause the littens are set up, but they're not set up like the vertigos. And I, I'm going to need to crush. So I can't spend time like acclimating to a new lathe right now and getting new equipment for it. I need to just jump on what I know how to use and get the ball rolling and get the studio moving. And then we can get the littens really set up. Uh, but so my point is we're still either way, even if I had the gas lines done, we'd still be sitting here going, we're just waiting for these lathes Cause I can't work until those lathes are over there. Um, but I try not to pressure uh, the people who manufacture tools for us and stuff. Cause I know things are challenging with supply chain and, and like making all these things. So I try to be really understanding. Just give me one second here. Okay, sweet. I'll pause if he was just letting me give me an update. So we good. Um, but yeah, fuck dude, let's take another dab. I'm sorry guys. I'm just like been so busy, like being like, I, I, for years I was just stoned in my garage making pipes, but now I have to be out in the world, like interacting with humans, like teachers and other business owners and lawyers and insurance people. And, and I can't be so stoned the whole time. So this is my first dab of the day that I just took on that big bub first, anything first smoke at all of the day. And I feel like I just got hit with a bat of THC. So I'm trying to recover while also maintaining. Like you got to keep talking, cause like I'm at that point where you ever just stare at the table, you're so high, and you just like, you're just out. You could just, just silent. That's where my brain is at right now. I'm gonna take a dab on this little guy right here. I love these pieces. I've had a lot of people reach out, be like, oh, not a lot. I've had a few people reach out, and be like, oh man, it was so close to being really cool. You should have made it a recycler. I'm like, I absolutely can make it a recycler. I can, you've seen how tiny recyclers I can make. I can make whatever. Yeah, I'm I was trying to make something that I could keep as affordable as possible with having all the accessories, the mood mat and like everything else we do. Um, and this is what I came up with. So like, but those people wouldn't even scoop anything. They're more just, you know, giving their point of view, which I appreciate it. So I am going to make a recycling version. It will obviously look different than this and it will be more expensive than this, but to make it stand like this, I have to make it a certain way, which I already have the design in my head. It's going to be sick. Not going to be a tornado recycler. It's going to be more of a bubble dumper. That's just going to, that's what I'm thinking. Because if you make like a vortex on here, like it just brings weight back here and it gets heavier and heavier to where it wants to tip. And um, the idea of these ones is to have them stand. Yes, I did the Gonzo one, which was, you know, had the little recycler on the back and everything, that poker pipe, the mouthpiece was in the middle of it. Cause that's how those pokers are. I think more in the middle or are they at the top? I have no fucking idea, dude. I have not even looked at Instagram enough to even remember the pipes what they look like. It's a real mess. Been so focused on, like I said, adulting. And I'm saying that as I'm smoking hash, like literally the other day I did a podcast with Matt Robertson, which he has a new podcast coming out. Um, they're doing like seasons though. So they're pre-filming it. Um, but it was a fun podcast. I like hanging out with, I haven't hung out with Matt in years and I was like, damn dude, I wish, I wish he lived closer. Like I'd be chilling with fucking Matt Robertson all the time. So he's dead too. He's got two kids. He's got a four year old and like a two year old. Like last time we hung out, he didn't have kids. It's been that long and, uh, it's just wild. Yeah. We used to like, we had a few times we hung out and like, now we're like, did the podcast. I'm like, damn, I wish I lived closer to this dude. Cause we'd just be like chilling fucking making pipes. We are going to collab. He's going to come on the what's up everybody podcast in December. Well, it's up. If I get my lades and stuff, well, whenever he comes down though, to hang out with us, he said, he's going to, he wants to like come down here. He already told me where he's staying. Like he's bringing the whole family and everything so they can do like winter activities down here. And then a couple days work with me in the new studio. And uh, while he's working at the new studio and collabing, we'll absolutely get an episode in with him. And uh, some of the collabs we, I want to do with him, like I want to do a Terp Hammer, like I don't have one of my big ones. I want to do like one of my big Terp Hammers, but have it like a giraffe or something, like where the whole like mouthpiece section is like the giraffe's like neck with the head at the mouthpiece. Or like maybe like one of my guys, I forget who said it, maybe it was Brandon or Cormac, it was one of those two. Uh, but they were saying maybe like 
stack a bunch of animal heads on the mouthpiece and make like a totem looking like turp hammer with all the animal heads, like some crazy shit. So I just want to get wild. Matt Robertson make some stuff. We had a super fun podcast and um, it was really cool. They just like were basically asking questions. It was very formatted, not like my crazy shit that I do where I just film myself for an hour getting high and talking. Um, they were like much more formatted questions and it was like, it was really, really cool. It's fucking trippy driving up there. I haven't been up there in so long. Fucking up in like Evergreen area, like right even where like the Everdream shop is. It's all like in the same spot. Those guys have the most beautiful view, like where their studio is. Like I was up there and I was like looking at how he had all his tanks chained up and like pretty pretty easy to get to. Like I was like, damn, you don't have to worry about like homeless people up here. You're like literally on top of a mountain. Like there's no one up here that's like strung out and like trying to break into stuff or cut like we have to have we're gonna like our shit has to be so secure at our new spot because we're like in a city area so at night when i watch our cameras and shit like there's so many people digging trying to dig through our dumpsters and stuff which is fine i don't care about that but if someone starts fucking with gas tanks i worry about that for their safety because if something goes wrong they're not paying attention they may have a cigarette in their mouth and they're trying to fuck around with a propane tank or something that's why all my shit has to be we have a heavy duty like solid it's not even a cage it's like a fucking outdoor safe i feel like that's all going to be like chained and padlocked and then we're going to have emergency shutoffs that we turn off at night and drain everything so that even if someone got into it like it wouldn't hurt anyone but you worry about other people's safety like yeah it would suck if someone stole your tank or whatever that's whatever but if someone fucks with it and some shit blows up and that person gets hurt or if worse killed or something even if they were trying to steal from you it's still like you don't want anyone getting fucking hurt it's dangerous so I was envious looking at their setup up there in the mountains. I'm like, you guys are just looking over snow-capped mountains and trees and valleys, and it's just clean up here. And, you know, my wife, she's, she's like, you know, because we were like, we bought our house in 2015. Like, we live in, like, I, I love where we live. We actually both love our home and where we live. But sometimes you go like, damn, like, it is really nice over here where these people live. <laughs> You're like, shit, dude. Um, but grass is always greener on the other side. Right. Um, but yeah, it's fucking beautiful up there. I'm excited for that podcast to drop though. It was fun chatting with those guys. He's got like a co-host and stuff. And me and the co-host both had flannels on with glasses and beards. So it was like, you know, pretty standard. Look, like I was like, dude, we're like matching. I'm like, we're sitting next to each other. Dude, it's, it was just sick though. Like, Matt Robertson is someone I've like always looked up to. Like he's been one of the like he was a big artist even before I ever turned a torch on. You know, he's like one of those people that when he sculpts stuff, he's able to capture actual emotion in his sculptures. It's not just like, oh, there's a draft. It's like, oh, that shit's got attitude. Like that's a that draft is like annoyed or that draft's irritated. Like or that draft's like tough. Like he just is able to put emotion into the actual faces of the like sculptures he makes, which is like I think one of the hardest things as an artist, like it's one thing to be well-trained and know how to sculpt something, but to be able to like create emotion in something that's like, just like an inanimate object. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, and he's, he's so fucking skilled I can't wait to work with him again. Um, just talk about dad stuff. It's cool, man. I don't talk to a lot of, get to like hang out with a lot of other guys that are like dads and stuff like that. Like, my main person I hang out with that's like a dad is like fucking Aja, the producer. I see him once a week or every other week if I'm lucky, you know? And uh, we just do the podcast and he just listens to me for an hour. And then I'm really baked after the podcast, like so high. And I'm just holding onto a desk while he packs up all the equipment. I'm just like, oh, what are we, what is going on? Like, you know, so that's, it's one of my points. It's minimal amount of that type of interaction. And I was just sick to hang out with Matt Robertson. Like, honestly, one of my guys is gonna have like a kid here soon like his lady's pregnant one of the guys that works here with us and i'm just like that's gonna be pretty sick but like i know that when that baby gets here i'm gonna be like bro i got you if you can't like work or like if you need time because this shit's crazy dude babies are wild but it's like i don't know i'll just be i'll be really understanding with that shit but how can you not be like when you hear stories of like businesses that aren't understanding with people who are like you know, having kids or someone gets sick or whatever the situation is. Um, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation is like wondering why, like people, why, why people, people don't want to work nowadays. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just like laziness. I think that like 
a lot of places make it really hard to feel good when you're working. You want to you feel like you're doing a good job. And I'm going to do even better with that with my guys in my new spot. We're going to have like donuts on that Monday morning meeting. We're going to do a weekly meeting so we can go over things. I can tell everybody whether they're, where they're doing a good job or where we need to tighten up. But, you know, just communicate better. The last fucking year that I've been like a ghost. Like sometimes the guys don't even see me. I'll come because I won't even come out to work till seven o'clock at night because I have to be working at the new studio all day building or doing just doing all the shit, other shit you have to do besides just building this <coughs> thing. And I'm a parent too, so you know, you want to do a good job as a parent, you got to spend time with your kids and shit. So sometimes the guys don't even see me. Um, but in this new spot, we're going to be nine to five Monday through Friday, so we can like really like get the team dialed in. <coughs> and um pursue this next chapter of bear mountain studios because it's the next step it's the next step where in a couple years i might be able to just work monday through friday and then i got my weekends off and i'm not trying to work less but i'm trying to be manage my time a little better because i go so fucking hard um where i've gotten so accustomed to going this hard that it's like i have panic and anxiety when i can't work which is a problem which means i need to find balance because um, when you can't relax, when you have an opportunity to relax, then like you obviously got some shit you got to tighten up. So I'm trying to tighten up a little bit right now and realize that like, I need to work, get to a point where I create something that even if like I'm sick or can't work, it's still like helping pay the bills. Like it's not just stopped in its tracks because in my current business model, if I'm not on that torch behind me, everything stopped in its tracks. Like and that's a problem. Like if I'm actually going to have like a business that I'm like trying to rely on as a livelihood. And if there's other people that are relying on this business too, then I have to be more responsible with how it's formatted. So working on that, um, recognizing it is the first step, then smoking a lot of hash for a few months and panic about what you do. And then you start doing something about it. You could skip the whole three months of smoking hash and panicking, but that's just part of my whole formula. I'm, I procrastinate as hard as I work. I also procrastinate on things. I go, Oh, I don't want to do that. Yeah, man. I feel like that's one problem. If you push yourself really hard and work really hard, you'll find you don't want to do anything. Cause you're just so like stretched thin that it's hard to be like motivated to do anything more. If you balance your time better then you can take on new and cooler things, maybe. And for me, it's not really taking on new and cooler things. It's just doing basic shit, like going to the dentist, getting a root canal done, uh, sleeping, you know, some pretty, pretty basic shit. I just want to get the basic shit going and then I'll start worrying about like hobbies and stuff. I'm fortunate though, where my hobby and the thing I love to do just happens to be my business. Um, and I'm able to pay my bills with it. God, I would not work this hard for anything else. I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you guys right now. If I was still running a construction company or doing landscaping, working in sales, no, no way. Money is whack. It's not worth it. I would just not. I go, how much do we need to pay the bills? All right, that's where I'll find that job. This shit, I'm obsessed with. I love it. And the side effect of it, fortunately for the time being right now, is that like people are supporting the art, which means that we're able to put more money into it and do bigger things. That's going to be the, one of the things I'm really going to try and translate when I do the final video of the new studio and I show everything we've put into this and like what it is, is that like, this is literally like a physical representation of the years of support that people have like given us. It's got Luna. Gosh, she's just over there. My dog is, you can't hear it, but I can I hate it. I hate the sound of the, the chewing and the ripping apart of a toy. Luna, you're good eyes. You don't even worry about her. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it, bro. She's just a little shit. I love her so much, though. She's so cute. My dog, like, Luna, she just has this, like, have you ever met a dog that always has, like, a sad or, like, kind of, like, a nervous face? Not this guy. This guy's just a big, cuddly guy. Um, yeah, but Luna just always has that, like, scared look. You're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but it's so cute at the same time. She just always looks nervous. Um, but, yeah, if I'm taking my second dab, no. I've been avoiding it. You want to know why? Cause that first one ruined me. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go. But yeah, 
The new people we're trying to get in there, though, is I need people to help me with the, the flower line like I've talked about before. This is going to finally fucking happen. I have the equipment. I have the space. I have some of the knowledge. Um, <laughs> not all of it, but I have a little bit. And I will gain more as I try to take on that next chapter. But I want to build a team that focuses on the flower line. I want shit available for people it'd be like i said cool to start doing in-store drops again with like the flower stuff and rbrs like have a really nice like variety drops um and still do our sunday sales but then there's like there's people who are like really like to go to their local shop so like try to figure out which shops have the heaviest local like bear mountain scene and make sure that there's pieces going to those shops so those local bear mountain supporters and go right to their local shop and find what they're looking for. But it's just a matter of time. I'm working towards it. I told all my shops years ago, trust me, I'm working towards something big. I want to have this. A lot of time when you own the shops, it's hard. When you talk to shops, it's hard for them to understand that, like, you have so much self-belief that, like, your shit's going to, you're going to keep building and doing more. And you have this end goal. It might take three years to get to it. But once we get to it, it's going to be, like, awesome for the community and for People want to support Bear Mountain and the stores. and But it takes time to build that and build the infrastructure so you can pursue that dream. And that's what I've been doing the past few years. You know, a lot of these shops, they see like companies or products or hype come and go within like a 90-day period for a lot of stuff. It's like three months. It was really hot and then don't hear about it ever again. Like, we're not trying to make that. I'm trying to make, you know, pieces that are like, real like daily drivers that are accessible that are super functional that are made by someone who is you know trying to make the best smoking experience for themselves too <clears throat> yeah but i'm excited for the for the next chapter i'm gonna keep making all my rbrs but i need to like balance my time so i can work with the team to make new stuff in our big studio sorts of shit i want to have like adapters on the website just all the different adapters like adapters that you know hash smokers are looking for or flower smokers or whatever drop downs i want to have like a drop down option on our website and all this shit That garlic banger from Green Dot. Serious. Had someone ask the other day, do you ever post glass blowing content on your YouTube channel? Um, no. But when our new studio is opened up, there's going to be um, definite glass blowing content. I'm just not sure where we're going to release it, if it's going to just be part of our Patreon or if we'll have it on both Patreon and a free version that drops like a week after Patreon onto a YouTube ch our YouTube channel here. Haven't figured it out, but we're definitely going to have glass blowing stuff because I'm going to be hiring people to come in and teach and do classes for my team. Because I figured my team's big enough, we have this space, why pay for a class for just me when I could just hire that person teaching the class to just come teach the whole team a class and have them come right here. Um, so we're going to do stuff like that and I'll probably have those classes on the Patreon as well as have my guys doing like classes where they like this is how you do blowout. This is how you do one of our fades. Like this is how you encase a really technical opal. Like I'll probably have my guys do all those videos. The videos I, I'll do is I'll probably do videos on how to do like technical assembly, um, how to design a functional like recycler that actually works, like designing it on paper first, like a bunch of different stuff all the way down to like how to run like your own, how to start your own glass blowing business. What tools do you need? Like all sorts of shit um safety stuff with glass yeah we'll have all sorts of things on there so that's one thing with this new space like we'll be working on and we're gonna gonna have a whole few we're gonna have a few new people on the team it's gonna be different i gotta really really work hard to make sure there's paychecks every monday over there it's crazy dude running a business is weird it's weird i never wanted to be a boss ever i always just wanted to have like 
a really I always liked tools even as a kid when I was like thought I was gonna be like a farmer or construction or something I always thought about all the different like tractors and tools I'd have in this pole barn and now it's like it's totally shifted to like this like factory of glass blowing tools like all the craziest nicest glass blowing tools and a beautiful studio like this is just the first rendition of it but in a few years we might even buy a bit bigger building and do a huge remodel and do like a real if you know if business is good still and then turn this into a rental studio but yeah hopefully the glass scene keeps growing because lots of ambition god damn dude you know i've had this like tooth i've needed root canal on for like a couple months and it really hasn't been bothering me but like this morning i don't know what it is i think i've been like maybe it's the cold or if i've been like smoking too much hash and coughing too hard and i got it irritated but i'll tell you what i might be in a pickle here i may have to get it taken care of here very soon mm. yeah i've been avoiding like sugar no way it's fucking the holidays dude they got all these special flavored lint chocolates and fucking peppermint bark and shit that's what it is dude it's because i've been on some sugar for the last few weeks i accelerated the process or it exacerbated the situation oh man growing up is so cool it's so sick you know tutsuke didn't show up till we started like farming as a species like, realistically, they didn't see much tooth decay until about 5,600 BC, which is about 7,600 years ago. So, until we started, like, farming, like, pre-farming, like, people that were Ice Age people to maybe about, like, 9,000 years ago, they didn't have tooth decay. They, they would, like, maybe crack teeth or break teeth on stuff occasionally, but when they look, look at, like, the actual bones of these people and stuff, it's like... Their teeth were so much better than ours, like because they were just eating like meat and like simple grains and stuff. Like simple, not even grain. It was, it was like it was just basically meat and fucking vegetables and shit. Like they were just like hunter gatherers. Once we got comfy, we started getting all these like carbs and growing shit and eating a lot of it. These teeth just started fucking falling apart. So I refuse to take blame. I blame my ancestors. Not my fault. I brushed my teeth most of the time as a kid. I also didn't grow up on fluoride water. I grew up on a well that was coming off Bear Mountain. Uh, it was just the well for our one house, so we had to go check it, make sure a deer or like a skunk didn't die right above it. Because if an animal died right by the well, the water that was like feeding the well, that would just be like a dead animal in the stream, you're like, sick, we're just drinking that, huh? Yeah, dude, builds character. It only happened a couple times. My parents always took care of it. I just remember it as a kid. I remember how irritated my dad would be. Just be like, fuck. He's very, very emotional. That's where I get it. He watches this too. It's funny. Love that guy. But yeah, maybe growing up on a well was was the reason because I didn't have the, the all the stuff in the water that maybe they say makes your teeth strong. Unless you believe the conspiracy theories about fluoride, which, you know, who knows? But yeah, <laughs> who knows, right? I used to, like, my dentist was like, you got to use this, like, anti-cavity fucking mouthwash. And I look at it, it's just a high fluoride mouthwash. That's all it is. I'm like, why is fluoride anti-cavity? Does it just kill everything alive? Like, I don't understand how it works. Isn't it, like, a byproduct of, like, nuclear waste? Yeah. I was just shaking his head. He seems like he knows what's up. Yeah. Either way, I don't give a fuck. I see a lot of people getting like, the, like I'll, I'll have people hit me up. They're like, cause I'll have ear pods in sometimes. And they'll be like, Oh dude, like don't, don't microwave your brain or don't this. I'm like, dude, I'm like, everything's trying to kill me, bro. Like I just took a huge dab. I feel dizzy. Like I'm not worried about the microwave in my brain right now. Like I'm like, dude, I get it. I've been there. I've been at, like, even just a few years ago. I was at that point where like, I was like, oh, I can't eat this kind of stuff. Oh, this has got red sticks in it. Like I remember like I tried Taki's chips and I was like, oh, these are good. And I looked on the back at all the ingredients. I was like, oh fuck, dude, I'm going to die. Like it's crazy. Um, so everything's going to kill you. And <clears throat> I think it is important to be, uh, you know, responsible and cautious of what you ingest and how much like you use technology. And I'm sure there's negative effects, but I am so busy that I can't even worry about that right now. I truly think that I'm just like, man, the human body, you just, you just push it really hard. I feel like 
at the primal instinctual and genetic level as long as your body thinks you're trying to survive and thrive you're going to live once you get too comfortable that's when your shit's going to shut down and go oh we're done cool we can just die then think about you look at people that retire and maybe pass away within two or three years of retirement that's because their body and that job was what was keeping them going like their body feeling like oh shit we got to go every day we have a schedule we got once you start becoming sedentary and just chilling and not doing anything <clears throat> yeah that's when your shit just starts falling apart now that's two extremes right there there is a middle ground so the extreme of like working all the time or just doing nothing you could just work a little bit and then have hobbies and have fun that's where healthy people are right in the middle not me i'm either one or the other i mean either extreme but that's the only way i can function is i'm really extreme dude shredding <laughs> oh my god i really need to start working out again dude i'm getting fat it's fucking rough i never get fat in the face though that's what's nice it just all goes right to the belly you know it's really the salsa I'm eating a lot of salsa right now. You guys ever just get into a salsa kick? You realize how many calories when you eat a whole fucking jar of salsa at night with one bag of chips, one full bag of chips. It's a lot of food. I need to start eating real dinners again. Problem is, is like we're so busy that like we'll make dinner for the kiddo and stuff, and then me and the wife are just like, ugh. It's hard. Growing up, you know, we're fucking learning, but it's a struggle. Worth it though. Although, if you, like, listen to Alan Watts or anything, like, even the way I say it's a struggle, like, it's, like, life is all about perspective and, like, viewing each situation as if it's a conflict. Why don't rather look at it as, like, you're just, like, it just is what it is. You're having fun. It's, like, a perspective. Everything is perspective. I don't know. Like, I try to, like, listen to all these, like, guru people and, like, people that are, like, super educated and all that stuff. And, I, like, I can listen to it. I can regurgitate it. But whenever I'm in the moment... I'm still in that like crazy space where it's like everything's a conflict or everyone's trying to get me or everyone's trying to fuck me over. Like I want to get my head out of there because I think that's like the only way to be free is to not actually feel like anyone's trying to fuck or you're just if life is just what it is and you solve things as they come your way, you don't, you know, worry and you don't stress about you be more like a Buddhist or like about it where they just like. The future doesn't matter. The past, all that matters is what's happening right now. So why worry about anything? Like, why are you worrying about, like, the past? Or why are you worrying about the future? Like, I don't know. So, but it's one thing to listen to all that shit and then tell your friends about it. Like, you've lived like that or no shit. But, and then it's a whole other thing to actually have learned something or absorbed those teachings or found that perspective where you can actually get into that place where it helps you in reality. Finding like help in reality from a lot of things, whether it be like people that are teaching you or drugs or like whatever, it's hard. It's hard to find a way to actually use these things where it feels better. But I'm working on it and I'll let you guys know when it perfectly works. But for now, it's a lot of just listening to these people talk on podcasts myself. Like fucking Alan Watts died in 1973. So most of the talks I listen to are from like, feel like the late 50s to like the early 70s so it's it's like old shit but it's like I don't know it's really interesting he definitely gets a little bit like religious he'll like he's definitely talking from a perspective of someone who was like like Christian or Catholic or some shit um but I look past like people's like individual spiritual beliefs and I try to find like where the wisdom is and what they're saying um which that's pretty cool. So, cause I can listen to all different people talk and find like cool insight, um, and not get like too hung up on like whatever their spiritual belief is. It's just wild though, dude. <clears throat> listen to how smart some people are, dude. You guys ever listen to smart people? I love this 14 millimeter double diffused. Can't believe how long I've been smoking this piece. Um, I always have people like hit me up like, why are you still smoke? Why do, why don't you have a newer one? And I'm like, I just, all the, a lot of the newer ones I like like sell like this one was like the first one we did the sandblasting on and it's just I don't know it just it has a couple imperfections so I kept it and it's just been the daily I always get like scared for the day when it breaks because literally I think this is the I've put the most hash through this pipe in my career of smoking hash um so she's special 
yeah the guys were in the new studio like in the beginning there like it's like we're only gonna be smoking pens for a little bit i feel bad but we have to be like kind of chill and feel it out because i feel like the first few months working in there we're gonna have strangers just like trying to talk to us or poke their head in yeah well, we're gonna keep all the doors locked and everything but you never know like the landlords have a key so i don't want someone like slamming a dab or like my neighbor like bringing because like our neighbor to that has like the shop next to ours he has a kiddo that's four years old and like we've been trying to get our kiddo to like meet up with his kiddo so they can like play while we work um so like if they try to bring the kids over and like this office is just filled with like smoke and shit it's gonna be like, oh fuck sorry like <laughs> i just i just don't want to make a bad impression so like for the first few months until we feel out the situation we're just gonna be ripping fucking vape pens in the studio just you know that's it no like fucking rigs or anything i'll be dabbing at home um at the home studio even though nowhere in my lease doesn't say i can't smoke weed but like i'm just trying to be respectful that's the annoying thing i've been so respectful and chill like with everything over the last like 10 years with stuff and try to do it right and pay taxes and shit that's why when the county came in and pulled that shit it was all for the best now but either way i'm like god that is fucked dude like but the problem is, is if you play the game and you're interacting with these people, you're paying taxes, you're doing all that shit, that means you're on someone's radar. And if you're an easy target because you're like a nice person that just works hard and pays for all your shit and doesn't try to cheat the system, then you're an easy target. So I think that's just what it was. We were just an easy target. No biggie. Um, look, Brandon's texting me. I bet he's here. He's like outside chilling. He's like, just let me know. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna let that now dip, dip for just a second here and then we'll take one more dab. But studio's getting close. Just have to fucking still run these gas lines and then buy a bunch of torches because we need a bunch of new shit. But once we get in there, I'm excited to do some episodes with the guys after they work in there for a couple days and be like, all right, we're gonna do an episode where we talk about the new studio. What's your perspective? And I'm like, you guys better say a lot of good things. You better be like, this is the greatest thing I've ever worked on. I'm just kidding. But if they don't, I'll cry. Because I'll be like, oh, we're so hard. <laughs> like, was it good? No, I'm just kidding. No, everyone's going to love it. I've put, like, so much thought into it that I think that it's going to be fucking a great place to work. And lots of opportunity for everybody. God damn, dude. This dab. Maybe my tooth will just fall out. And I cough. Let's see what happens. I've been just smoking the shit out of this garlic banger. I bought a four-gram jar of it a couple days ago. And I maybe have a gram left. It's fuck. It was crazy good. Live batter. It wasn't fucking rosin. But I don't just smoke rosin. I smoke whatever. If it's good, it's good. I, of course, went through my phase where I'm like, rosin only, dude. And it has to be like 90U and this or 120 or whatever, dude. I can't even remember anymore. That's how much hash I've smoked. I've gone through my phases of being like very specific. Now I'm more just like quality and terpene specific i don't really like fruity terps anymore where i used to like love all the crazy fruit terps that was my shit now for some reason the only thing i can smoke is it has to like literally be like gasoline it has to smell like i'm at a gas pump that's like that's it and it's not because i think i'm cool or anything it's just because it gives me the perfect like the perfect high for me yeah but that's a real luxury of if you get to smoke weed every day, you find like, oh, this is what I actually like to smoke. Because some days you'll feel like really lethargic and shit, and you're like, why do I feel so shitty? And it's like, oh, it's that dab I took. It was that specific strain. That's what got me. Um, you don't realize it when you first started smoking weed. It's just like any, anything gets good. I don't care. I'm, like, what a, that's, I'm talking from someone who grew up in upstate New York that was like waiting in parking lots for someone to show up to sell me some mids. Like, I'm... So, like, anything you got, you're like, oh, it's weed. <laughs> Sick. Like, but, so you couldn't be really picky. But nowadays, it's like, I have so much selection here in Colorado because the medical um, scene here is pretty awesome that I'm able to just, like, really figure out what works best for me. Yeah, it took a lot of time and investment, a lot of smoking, a lot of going to bed too early and eating too many snacks to figure out what I like. Um, weed, like anything, it's... 
it's complicated yet it's simple too but it's really trying to find like what strains work best for you is can be tough i used to think like the lemon strains are what i liked but then i realized i was having panic attacks from smoking too much sativa like it was exacerbating anxiety i already had but it was like i was getting like really like stressed out and it was from smoking all these hazes like ghost train haze and super lemon haze and just like hazy like lemon terpenes when I smoke like uh, when I smoke the stuff that's more like OG dominant, but like the more like really like gassy, not gasoline terps, not like earthy, like more of like really funky gas terps. Um, that gives me way more of like a relaxing, like heavy high, like almost I feel like I just smoked a little weed in high school kind of high, where you're just like whoa, like it's a more of a weed high. Whereas when I smoke like certain sativas, I feel like I did a drug. I'm like, God, I'm really awake and I'm stressed out. I'm like, whoa, I feel like I did drugs. I don't feel like I smoked weed. But all of them are fun. I'll smoke all of them nowadays, but if I'm gonna smoke something every day, like, and I'm just trying to chill, like I can't be smoking certain strains. They get me. All right, all right. Brandon knows to chill, and even if he walks in, that's okay. That's all right. We got started a little late today because I was all over the place. I got here late. I had to run to the studio to let the fabricators in. I unlocked the door, but only from the inside, you know, so they couldn't get in from the outside. So, which I don't understand that. Like, how did I? Whatever, it happened. So, it was solved. Yeah, but I'm excited to have... Uh, some guests on here finally after a while i've had to like dedicate so much time to this studio and it's been like i sound like a broken record on all these podcasts talking about it but it's consumed my entire life which when you do something that much it's like <coughs> it's not as fun anymore You're like i don't want to do this anymore i'm gonna take a dab of something else take a dab of some fat so that's a really good gassy um terp as well this is some diamonds dude fucking take me back to 2015 I don't give a fuck, dude. This is so good. Some of these terps are so fire and like like good like little diamonds like that with the HT. Damn, dude, I used to fucking I used to wait in line for two hours at Kind Love to get green dot, and it was just in parchment paper. You'd open it up, and sometimes you'd have the stuff that's like really saucy and crystally. And some kids at the dispensary would be like, "Oh, it's all fucked up. It's like it's not like shatter anymore. It's like." In mids, it like started buttering, and me when I'd open those up, I'd be like, "Oh, fucking, that's gold. That's what we want, baby. We want those. We want it so terpy that it can't stabilize. That shit's falling apart from flavor." The kids didn't know, but of course they were probably you know trying to sell it to like someone out of state, so it had to be. If it doesn't shatter, it doesn't matter. It's got to look like glass. If it's got crystals in it, then that's leftover BHO. And that's not with Green Dot. And even if there was, I don't give a fuck. That shit was fire. That little, the sauce, dude. And it would just be in parchment paper. You'd just be scraping it off the parchment paper. It'd be Sometimes it'd be so wet that it'd be like dripping out of the parchment paper. Oh. The Golden Goat they used to run and stuff would always do that. You guys remember Golden Goat? Were any of you guys lucky enough to live in Denver when Golden Goat was just always around? So good. So good. Oh my god. Fucking weed is cool, man. You know, I, I don't even think about those times anymore. I almost like, I feel like that was a totally different life before I had my kiddo. I was doing the same thing, though. I was just working all the time, every day, all night. And one day she was here. I was still working every day, all night. And now I'm trying to work towards not working every day and all night. So that um, I can maybe spend more time doing other shit. Not that I don't love doing this all day, every night. But it's just not fair to the people around you. Damn, dude, is this ready yet? He had to heat it again a little bit, I think. Okay, this time I'm not going to miss it. This is going to be my last dab for today. Not today, but for on this podcast. And then I'm taking a break for a few hours and trying to get some work done. Working on this next full color Sunday sale. Can't believe we only have two drops left this year. 
That's, yeah, it's nuts. Now, we have big things planned for 2023 as long as I can finish up this fucking studio. But I'm trying. No, I'm trying. I'm just not patient. Me and my wife are not patient people. We're patient with each other, but we're not patient with anything else. You guys like that ringing? I probably scared a couple of people because it's so close to the mic. That was probably like, if anyone had headphones on, it jumped. Um, I know if I just keep working hard and stay patient that everything will do what it's supposed to do. But I'm just like, I'm whooped. I'm like, dude, fuck this. Let's just be done. Damn, this is going to hurt. Oh, no, we're pretty low temp. I don't know. I did. I, I did it. I did the third one. That's all I got in me. So more of this week's episode, more of a life update. And then I really right in the beginning there, I talked about our drops and stuff because that's what's important. Um, I promise that once the studio is done, that we'll get back on our normal thing. Appreciate everybody that stuck with us and been patient during this crazy transition this year that was super unexpected, but we're crushing it. Um, and I can't wait to share the finished product with you because it's so fucking close. Just waiting for our equipment to be delivered and hook up this whole gas system. And we got this. So, whoo boy. Episode 114. Hash. I need a root canal. I gotta handle this shit. I think I gotta go soon. Fuck. Dude, dentists are the worst. Nice people, but the worst. Hate it. Alright, you guys have a great week. Or weekend. Sunday sale coming up. Uh, November 27th. So, it's gonna be next Sunday. Uh, sign up for the newsletter at bmsclass.com. That way you can get email updates about what time the drop is happening and what will be available, including prices and even links to our Patreon and the podcast here. I hope you guys have a great day and, uh, fuck, I'm too stoned. Later, everybody.